So we're doing this. We're doing this beer exchange. So next week, I'm going to our uh, corporate office to do a bunch of like sales meetings. We're doing this local beer exchange where all our sales reps bring in two to four beers. So I send everybody out an email like, "Hey, bring two to four beers. Uh, either ship them or bring them with you on the plane. We're gonna have a exchange while we're there." I get an email back from one of our reps. Hey, I'm going to join. How many of the two to four beers should I bring or mail? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like saying none of them. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> no, none what of the them. heck? I don't even know. What is it? How do you even? I mean, I barely said anything in this. Hey, we're planning an exchange. Here's what we're doing. Bring two to four. I and then I mean, you print that email out, handwrite a note back, <laughs> scan it. Uh, welcome to the forecast episode 72. Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday. Uh, a group of people love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games to board games to film to TV shows to things that we just sort of encounter. Um, if this is your first time here, like I said, welcome. If you want to check out some more things that we've done, you can follow us at Facebook, facebook.com forward slash We Are The Horizon Community, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. Also, everything we talk about in our podcast, we push out to whatever podcasting app you're using. So, um, let's like we do every week. Let's go ahead and get started with what you've been playing lately. And uh, Alex, batter up. Batter. Oh, see, see what I did there? Oh, that's see what I good. Did there? Yeah, because he's been playing baseball. Cut <laughs> 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 way into baseball recently. No, I have been playing a game called Batter Up, but like the batter is referring to like batter you would use in baking. Ooh. Cake batter. See, it's like a oh. double meaning. Is what? So, yeah. Okay. Because they're what obviously it, implying like the classic phrase "batter up" is, in reference to like cook, is a there baseball anything thing. Baseball related? Is other there than in, the phrase "batter up"? There is throwing of things. Okay. <laughs> is there a phrase in the or a word in the English language that means you're using a phrase that means something about some other word for another? What? Like one of the homonyms? It's that all that, but it's hyphenated. <laughs> You know what I using, mean? Yeah, using like a a phrase that's commonly used for something, but you're using it for something that doesn't mean exactly that. But it's it's like a homonym, but for a phrase, right? Then I'll just pun. It's a jominym. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pseudonym. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so what are you doing, Batter? <laughs> it's a it's a VR game. Um, but also like a couch co-op game. So the person in VR is at a counter uh, working on baking cakes, and then people on the regular flat screen with controllers are running around as these little workers, like grabbing either like basic cake parts or like frosting or whatever and giving it to the person at the counter. So kind of like a diner duo, except for you can play with like five people because it's like four people running around and one person in the VR. Um, seem pretty How's neat. It compared to Diner Duo, it's not as good. Oh yeah, not as good. Diner Duo is just like very good. Yeah, it's like, super it's, simple. I yeah, guess. it's 
I want to say polished. It's not polished, but I want to say no, polished. polish is you get the right word. But... <laughs> polish is not the right word. <laughs> like the gameplay it's... is polished. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, this one seemed a little janky in certain areas, and especially in the earlier levels, there wasn't always something for somebody to do if you had like max amount of people in it. So. Oh, you mean like there was only a certain number of ingredients and like. There's like one person like around. getting cakes and then there's like one person like activating the frosting thing and then like I don't know I guess one person's waiting for it to be finished so they can go deliver and then in that case a fourth person would just kind of be doing nothing. Ooh. Mm. Um but like, they keep on adding mechanics like with all the levels so I don't know how much more they add to it but they start doing things like we get to go get cup of frosting and then bring it back to the person and the person takes the cup and takes a little spatula and spreads it on the cake whatever it seemed okay um in the same vein i also been playing nemesis realms which is one person in vr four people not same way uh except for the person in vr is like a boss like a typical like rpg boss that you would find or something at the, the end of a regular level right and then the other four people are like doing the boss battle against them. They're like running around avoiding boss attacks and trying to get hits in. Have you ever played, I don't ever remember the name of it, but there's one where somebody plays as a giant, like almost god with a bunch of worker robots. And Panoptic. he plays. Here's another one though. It's very similar to Panoptic. It's multiplayer. Same concept. But Yeah, you've told us about it. I don't know what it's called. I can't remember it. But basically it's. it's same concept as Panoptic, except that you have abilities and you go access gates, and you're basically trying to shut off all the mechanisms and, and kill the main the person in VR. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, this one's like there's three distinct bosses, and they have different powers. Like one of them's just like got dragon hands, and one of them spits fire, and the other one bites. <laughs> I'm sorry, dragon hands. Dragon hands. <laughs> At any point, does he say you're trying to catch these hands? <laughs> no. Unless What's you said, I point? guess, because you're the boss. Ooh, <laughs> that's all I would say for the yeah. record. Uh, it seemed okay. Nothing super special. It's just the the concept I think is more interesting than anything else. The asymmetric VR gameplay. And I'm playing a bit of Dota. A bit of Dota. What is this Dota, Dota of which you speak? Dota. It's like a it's like a MOBA. Oh, interesting. I didn't put Overwatch in here, but I'm playing way more Overwatch than Dota. I probably should have switched those. Did you even have anything to say about Dota, or did you just want Not... to say the word? <laughs> I mean, in little Dota. It's uh, they put out their their major patch for the year, seven point two whole bunch of things changed everything's crazy dude the game's not it seems even really cool it's so different it made they, so many changes did they do kind of like what league does i don't know because league tends to have um like seasons and then they'll have a pre-season where they just like fuck everything they're like <laughs> yeah junglers are invincible now you can't kill them and there's just like a month where everything's crazy and then the season starts and they're like okay we'll make it playable now and they just like fix all the shit they broke does Dota do anything kind of like that, or...? Yeah, pretty similar. Okay. They'll break um, a lot of things and then put out minor patches to fix the heroes so they're just 
you know, not running over so everyone. They're fine. I mean, for yeah. instance, there's one character in the game that they made a pretty drastic change to, and all of a sudden he had a 70% win rate. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> and, <laughs> really high. And, and then he was uh, sub 50 before, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he he was I think he was right around 50 before. Okay. And then a uh huge yeah. jump. So yeah, Jesus. Insane. The next day they they reeled that back in a little bit. <laughs> but there's still a bunch of characters that got like drastic yeah. win rate changes like overnight. Yeah, it sounds about right. It's the, it was nice cuz this is the first time they've done a major update in what well, it's been a while. Was well, 7.0 I mean, like the year. last one? Like full fledged major update, I guess they went, they went to that, yeah. that they went to that bi weekly thing or whatever it was or was it every Thursday or every other Thursday Tuesday every other remember. Thursday they were doing these stupid minor patches that didn't do anything yeah so nice. they they didn't like fully rework anyone right just like one or two abilities on a bunch of different heroes yeah I guess they were calling them reworks but it was really like they would take away one ability and give them a new ability or. Did they do the Blizzard special, take it away, make their ult a regular ability, give them a new ult? <laughs> I wonder if they did do that with anybody. I don't know. I couldn't think of what they did, but maybe. No. There's a couple of people that they took their ults away and changed them. There's a couple of people that just gave their agonims to them. I At mean, I one guess. one that I can think of. Oh, yeah. I guess Coddle's ult got given to him as a kind of a passive, and now he has a new ult. He has the blinky light. The yeah. blinky light, Dis- disco light. Uh, it's fun. Like I said, I'm g- I'm glad that they decided to do a big patch and switch things up because we haven't played Dota in a while, and I think it's just because it was kind of a little stale. They needed some more mix up other than just oh, we fixed a couple things with pathing in the trees. Have fun. <laughs> but uh, I've also been playing some Dota, of course, and then I've uh, been playing a little. Overwatch with Alex just watching our PQRs just go further and further and further apart. Was that a good three-letter acronym, Alex? Does that work? SR, dude. SR. Yeah, I know what, what it's... Yeah, come on, man. PQR. I just make up yeah, letters every time that? I talk about it. He said MMR one time, and I was like, dude, it's SR. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I mean, is an MMR in the game. Hi, Owen. Is there? Hi. There is. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Uh, Caleb, what have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of stuff. Clearly. So yeah, this is huge. Work. We talked about Return of the Ogre Den, right? I don't need to talk about that one. I talked about it a little bit, but you have beaten it. So <laughs> you might have some more insight than me who played 10 minutes, got confused, and had to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. So like Jake probably said last time, you uh, walk around on the ship and you look at dead bodies with a little... Um, like timepiece, a little like a dead ringer. Yeah, dead ringer. That's, that's actually amazing. a really good name for it. <laughs> no, that's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, and you click on somebody's body with it, and it shows you like the instant they died, and you hear some dialogue from like right before that instant happened. And your whole goal is to like identify who is who and how they died. And as you like explore different corpses, you'll go into a scene, and there will be more corpses, so you can like continue that scene throughout. And there's like 60 people on board that you got to identify. And it starts out really easy because they'll use somebody's name. And you're like, oh, easy. That person that died, that's them. And then you, they killed somebody, so that's easy. And later in the game, you have to identify people by like their um, nationality Ooh. or 
like the clothes that they're Ooh. wearing in the pictures to like figure out who is who and it gets kind of nationality crazy. Do some in real that de- game deductive reasoning the graphics are like two lines <laughs> usually it's really coarse it's their accents. accents okay yeah fine like See, there was one point i couldn't so once you get three people correct it'll like lock them in and say yeah you got these three right and there was a point at which there's four indian guys on the ship and i had one of them and the other three, I was like, I don't know who's who. So I kept swapping around because I knew how they died, but I didn't know whose name was who. So I just swapped their names around until I got them locked in. I was like, yes, excellent. Amazing. Can move on now. It's pretty cool, though. I've also been playing some Minute. Minute is a little um, top-down tiny RPG game, I guess. Uh, you have 60 seconds to run around and do stuff, and then you die. And you respawn back at your house, and you start over again. And each time you keep all of the items that you have found along the way hmm. or any progress you've made in different quest lines. It's pretty cool. Uh, 60 it's probably seconds. only a couple hour long a game. A minute, if you will. Oh, yeah. got him. <laughs> it's only a couple hours long, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's worth playing. Couple uh, hours. Some, yeah, but couple like, hours in total. You only get a minute at a time. <laughs> yeah. That's so many runs. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Uh, I've also been playing The Messenger, which is a 2D action platformer, side-scroller. Uh, it's pretty fun and pretty funny. They do a lot of like uh, making fun of tropes in that sort of type of game. Actually, I got so that on the funny. Switch yesterday. Uh, did you try checking out the dude's cabinet? Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so the dude... Do we want to spoil this? I don't know if I want to spoil this. Eh. Eh? Nah, that's pretty good. I'd leave it. Okay, fine. Talk to the dude's <laughs> cabinet. It's very <laughs> Yeah, just keep doing it. Yeah. Uh, I've also played The Initiate 2, which is a kind of like an escape the room game, but you play as three characters, and they can sort of swap items back and forth between their different rooms. Um, it was, it was alright. It was a decent puzzle game, but not not amazing and then i played some deep sky derelicts which this is a it's it's kind of similar to um maybe like a darkest dungeon ish but instead of just having your set moves you equip your characters with different um like tools or weapons and those determine which cards you have in your hand and you you draw those cards for each character and then you can use those moves throughout the fights it it was interesting mechanics i haven't gotten super far into it have a good as a moderator as or storyteller as um no it doesn't have a narrator <laughs> and nothing even close to the darkest dungeon guy he's amazing i'm kind of sad the, the darkest dungeon narrators in dota know yeah he is he's got some good good lines too <laughs> uh jake what have you been playing so i gave god of war 4 another chance uh, I played it a little bit yesterday, and I just kind of want to walk through what happened, because I think it kind of illustrates why I, maybe I wasn't so hot on that game. <laughs> so I finished collecting flowers for some lady in the woods, and she was like, yeah, go down to this lake, and my boat's there. And I was like, oh, dude, okay, fine, I guess I want a boat. So I get on this boat, and you row to the middle, and there's a sign that just says, throw all your weapons in the middle of the lake. And Kratos is like, yeah, dude, love it. And he literally just like throws his axe in the middle of the lake. And I laughed out loud because that's stupid. But then this giant fucking snake comes up. 
And I'm like, yes, I get to fight a giant snake. I was so hyped, and the snake comes up, says some stuff, and then leaves. And when I say <laughs> says some stuff, like it's not in English. It's some nonsense garbage. It's in giant. Would it, would it be in Nordic? Okay, giant. I have no idea, because Kratos turns to his son and is like, what did he say? And he says, I don't know. <laughs> and that's the scene. And I was like, wow, this game can go fuck itself. I'm done. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Just let me fight the snake! <laughs> I guess this oh. illustrates the difference between me and you, because that's like one of my favorite parts of the game. I was so upset. <laughs> uh, it even looked like the freaking Hydra at the beginning of God of War 1. I was so hyped to fight another Hydra. And he just leaves. <laughs> Ugh. That's like the main hub of the world, though, that you just got to. Yeah, well, it's a freaking lake, and zero out of ten. <laughs> I love the level design they did for that entire area. So good. Okay. <laughs> the other thing I was playing, I got this in the Steam sale that's going on. I got Nino Kunai 2. And it has probably the best opening ever. It starts, you're the president of the United States. And you're just riding along your limo. And then the city you're in gets nuked. And then you like die. And then reappear in this mouse child's room in some fantasy world. And now you're suddenly stuff. playing a fantasy game. Good old Isekai. It's amazing. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then there's a part where like a bunch of like guards are coming with swords and it's I'm like, oh shit, we're like fucked. And the person just pulls out a gun and shoots them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes! This is it. This is the game. I'm having a really good time with it. I really like the animation style. It's still kind of like Ghibli-esque. I don't think Ghibli was mm -hmm. actually like involved in this one. They were actually in the first one. But I think they just kind of aped the style for the second one. But it's pretty good. I did hear about that part where he just pulls his gun out. Yeah. <laughs> Hysterical. And I was like, That's... It's incredible. And then you <laughs> use it in combat great. and it does like two damage. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Loving it. Uh, Owen, you, hey. you're up. Um, I've been still playing some Fallout 76. Um, still enjoy it. Uh, and I've also been playing, uh, I did a little bit of Mario Party with some friends over, uh, over the holiday break. I read some news about Fallout 76 already having like some sort of massive price drop since release. Yeah, so they they had a huge price drop for like the holiday like Black Friday sales and stuff like that because obviously the numbers weren't where Bethesda wanted the numbers to be uh, and mm. was expecting the game because of the bad reviews. Um, mm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, if, if uh, today they talked to the community and basically were saying like, okay, you know, like we've heard your complaints. This is everything that we're doing to fix it. And there's other stuff that we know we haven't addressed. And like, we're going to get to that. We're doing uh, an update every single week now. So that way we can start fixing some of the bugs and fixing other of the issues. Uh, some of the stuff that we were originally just kind of like testing out, we can now implement and load in more of like um, the uh, like your stash box limit was a large complaint from everyone because they're like why can i only hold 400 pounds worth of stuff in my like box at home 
And they were like, well, because we don't know if it'll crash the goddamn servers. Now that we know it's not going to crash the servers, they're adding another 200 next week. And they have a note with it that says, like, and if this doesn't crash the servers, we'll add another 200 later. Man, it's too bad there's no way to do, like, a soft launch of a game. Like a beta, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Where you could sort out some of these things. I, I, I generally feel like this entire game is just a giant, like, beta at this point. I still think it's fun. I find it extremely amusing and enjoyable. But there's definitely a lot of stuff in it that I'm looking at and I'm just kind of like, you know, if you pushed this off a year and polished it a little bit, you probably would have had a better product to put out. But at the same time, I, you know, I I don't think they meant ill about trying to put it out sooner. I don't think they were trying to hoodwink people out of $60 or anything like that for an unfinished game. Like, obviously, they're putting time and effort into it to make it the game that it should be. So... I mean, I, sure, but intentional or not, they kind of put out an unfinished game. No, no, and they, I, think, I think they're really going to freaking pay the price for that. I, I think uh, a lot of people are going to throw them a fuck ton of shade when they show up and are like actually have more stuff about... Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 and whatever uh, Fallout 5 is actually going to be. I'm, I'm sure that this is going to go back and, and bite them. Um, but to any people that are in Bethesda that might be listening, hey, you're doing a good <laughs> job. Keep trying. Listen up, Todd. I know you're <laughs> listening. Huge fan. You didn't do a good job. You maybe should have finished the game before you asked $60 for yeah. it. But I mean, at the same time, people spend how much money on games that haven't even been made and are just concepts and Kickstarters? I mean, sure, but those are labeled as incomplete. Yeah. They don't I, launch it and say, here, this game's done, and then you buy it, and it's like, whoops. No, it's not. I, I mean, I, I, it, from, from like what they were saying, it never seemed like they were under the impression that this was a finished game at launch. Because even at launch, they were like, hey, we're going to do a bunch of stuff. Also, they mentioned that they were going to um, put out like free DLC for it continuously and keep building on the environment. And yeah, there's work to be done on it. And But it was a lot of fun. I was uh, playing on Sunday morning and I saw a nuke drop and I was like, huh. I wonder if other people are going to show up and like fight the boss, like quote unquote boss monsters that show up when a nuke is dropped in that area. So I just waltzed on over and sure enough, the entire server is in this tiny little corner and they're all shooting at these giant monsters and stuff. And of course I'm half the level as most of these people. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to try to help. And they were like, Hey, you deal with ads while we deal with the big thing. And I was like, sure. So I was there helping out this, you know, group about 20 some people. And we're just, you know, they're, they're shooting at the big monster. I'm sitting there shooting at all the, the tiny things to try to, you know, help them out and relieve some pressure. And like, anytime somebody went down, I would run over and like revive them and then run back to my position. It just seemed like it was like, if this is what end game content is start going to be like, I, I feel like there's a lot here. Plus, they have a fantastic quest line um, called Into the Mystery that I have. It's just so iconic that I feel like anybody playing it is going to walk away from it and just be like, wow, this is actually really good. And 
again, it's an entire quest based on nothing but vids that you, you know, hollows uh, that you find and text boxes and shit, but it's fantastic. I've thoroughly enjoyed how far I've gone through it thus far. It's extremely cool uh, what happens through the quest and the things that you're doing doing it. Uh, so I, I just, like I said, I feel like there's a lot of potential here. I'm enjoying it. I just feel like they need to kind of tweak a couple things. Maybe I finish think, it. Yeah. I think my favorite bug is the power armor bug. <laughs> you guys seen yeah. this? Oh I yeah, have, I've heard of this. I don't think I've seen any images. It's fantastic. Oh, when, when you God. when you have the power armor bug, you if you go to like a bed to sleep, your character doesn't lie down. They like crouch hunched over, like there's some sort of gargoyle. Mm. And I didn't know that the bug was affecting my character, but I was sleeping in the bed, like my character was sleeping in the bed and uh, Allison comes over and she's just like, hey, honey, let me trade you the thing. Where are you? And she looks at the bed and there's just like my deformed character crouching in this weird gargoyle-like way. And she just like audibly screams and just leaves the building. <laughs> it's such I a, thought it was funny. It's This power armor thing is just... I don't even know how that happens, but that's amazing. Yeah, there. It's another thing that's in the stuff that they're fixing next week. December fourth patch or whatever yep. it is. The yeah. the December fourth patch, not to be confused with the December eleventh patch, not to be confused with the December eighteenth patch. Oh my god! Because now they're just like, yeah, we're doing this on a weekly basis. We're just, we're just we'll gonna let you know. Patch it on the weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, answer me this. Uh, uh, jumping back over to Mario Party because you mentioned that a minute ago. Do you actually like it at all, <laughs> whatsoever? <laughs> I've always liked Mario Party games. Should I we think just we... ask Owen that question for every <laughs> game he mentions? Are you I being like sarcastic, or are you like actually enjoying it? <laughs> I mean, I I had I was playing with my friends, and I was in I, I was in last place for the entire game and I enjoyed all of the mini games and just like the, the strategy. There's a lot more strategy in this than other Mario parties, which I actually enjoyed because each character has a different dice that has like different numbers on it. So like the shy guy, his entire die other than one side is fours. So pretty much if you roll shy guys die versus the general die, cause you can pick which one that your like character rolls. If you roll, you know, the Shy Guy one, you're guaranteed pretty much that you will go four spaces. But then there's like Bowser's and Bowser's is like negative three coins, negative three coins, uh, one space, one space, ten spaces, ten spaces. Right. So it's it's like, okay, well, I could try to use Bowser's die and like go hard. And as you go through the game board, you can like get allies, which are basically just unplayed characters. And th they will give you their die and also help out your some of your roles which i was like oh this is actually like really neat planning and strategy that my friends were doing because they were trying to think of it and like okay well if i do you know bowser die i can get there i might be able to get there in one turn or i do nothing or i could do like two of the shy guy die and i'll get there in two turns but then somebody and so like they're doing like the math trying to figure out like how to get there, what's the best way to move across the board. And I just thought it was a lot of fun. The one thing that I absolutely despise is that you cannot turn off stars that are generated at the end of the game for just random stuff. Yeah, let me tell you, I was last through the entire game. I was last going into the thing, and the random generated stars put me to first place. 
Good game. So Lots of strategy. Yep. So 10 out of 10. Stupid. If I could turn it off, I would probably play it more often, but it's just such a. There, it's, it's... Uh, to be honest, I don't know if there's not an option to do that. There seems to be a lot of different things that you can do in the game. So I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere in the settings, there's just like, don't do this or only do these as bonus stars. I know that uh, we were, as I was playing, my friends were telling me what the bonus stars were. And so you could tell, like, they were trying to strategize. Like, one person was trying to collect as many coins as possible and not burn them because that's one of the stars. Another friend was trying to get all of the, uh, like, as many allies as possible because that was another star is have the most allies. So it, it, it seemed less random than just be like, you randomly get some stars, but I don't know. It does. There is a chance of randomness most, in there. Most allies giving a star is pretty BS because you already have a huge advantage for having the most allies. Yeah. And you just get like a bonus star on top of it. Yeah. That, that's kind of like the way that I thought too because my friend was like, yeah, you know, if you have the most allies, which now I can like one roll go across the entire board and I also get a potential bonus star out of it. And I was like, well, I think everyone should go for that. That's just such a good, that's just such a good one. Um, let's uh, let's jump into some video game stuff uh, that we were going to talk about. Uh, number one being Red Dead Redemption's online it's launched today. I believe. Well, sorry, not today. I'm talking out of. Uh, oh gosh, we've oh, dated man, the podcast the nine nine days Shoot. ago. Oh, nine days ago, <laughs> it came out nine days. Ago. We've been playing it. It's so it's fun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I like the part with the horses. <laughs> I like the gun part. Turns out there's no horses or guns. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> Foiled again. Damn you, Rockstar. This, th their whole method of releasing the online mode to different groups of players, I think is interesting. It, it kind of reminds me of what um, uh, Battlefield was doing for their release. Um, just like staging people, all right, if you were this committed, if you did this, you're up in the front. I think today's is only Ultimate Edition. The 27th, nine days ago, was only the Ultimate Edition. Is that right, Alex? <laughs> yes. Perfect. And then tomorrow slash eight days ago, it's uh, people that played it on October 26th, according to their data. So people that played the day it released, <laughs> Opening day. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, it would have been weirder if they'd have been like October 29th, like not even opening day, just some random day. If you played this day. It's weird that you pick the people that played it at least on this day. That's just weird. Yeah. Well, two days from now, slash seven days ago, um, you can do, it's people from, <laughs> uh, what is it, 26th who, to the 29th. Yeah, who played in October. Those people can oh my play. gosh, why? That's so, why? I mean, it's as good a system as any of getting just a subset of your players so that way you can, you know, test your game before you launch it, and it's terrible, and nobody <laughs> likes it. But hmm. do a beta for that, right? I mean, that's basically what they're doing now. Right. I guess I, just, I was under the assumption it was not. They're calling that. it an online beta, yeah. Okay. Oh, not, well, look at that. Okay. That. Checks out. Are but, I mean, actually going to Really, play it's just it? like a slow rollout. Maybe when it actually gets to PC? Yeah, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, then, no. I mean, I... I'm very hopeful that they're going to implement some of the GTA elements in it. Um, I would love to do some heists. 
I think that'd be a blast. Cowboy heist would be fun. Yeah, if they can make the like joining people's games not the worst thing in existence, <laughs> that would be a good yeah. plus. Not yeah, that... so bad that I never want to try it ever again. Yeah. Maybe. God, how how in the world can it good... still take that long to join someone's game? That is the real question. Oh, dude. I don't know. I don't know. A... Every other game's got it figured out. <laughs> the new. They say they said it's a new system or something uh-huh. built from the ground up. Uh huh. New. It's called matcha making. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird word. I've never read that before. Guided but... games. <laughs> yeah. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Guided this games. isn't hard, Rockstar. Every other <laughs> multiplayer game has done this for years. Guided games. Yeah, that's Bungie. Doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't understand what matchmaking is. Correct. <laughs> they also struggle with the same thing. They have like a whole, that was the best thing ever. When Bungie had like a whole section of their press conference dedicated to how they put in matchmaking in their second game. But they called it Guided Games and made it seem like super like new and relevant. Incredible. Um, Have you guys read anything about online other than just the fact that we might be able to join up with people and play the game? No. Mm-mm. Nope. I don't even have a PlayStation Plus, so I don't think I get to play that. Yeah. A valid point. Gosh. Who wants to pay <laughs> for online services? I no don't. One. Gross. Gross. Um, additionally, a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Battlefield Five released. I don't... Did any of us actually get the game Wait, after it's talking out? it up? I yeah. thought we were already on Five. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Battlefield One was Five. Oh, yeah. and now that is, is why Actual I was confused. Five. I see. Five Sorry. is six. Excuse me. That's right. Five is six. Y- you know, I kept Naming thinking, I was systems. like, hey, I'll check out that game when it actually comes out. And as you can see, I have not noticed about its <laughs> release. When when does this one take place? Well, if you look on... Uh, World War II? Mm-hmm. If you look on Wikipedia's page, it well, says it initial release date, November 15th. First released, November 20th. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I've I've only been off for about a week. Uh, did anybody actually get this game? No. Okay. No. I, I have approximately zero interest in Battlefield. Really? Yep, I'm about, I'm about I think there. I got Battlefield four. Ran around a multiplayer, <laughs> got sniped about ten times in about ten minutes, and I said, Yeah, okay. We're done then. <laughs> I can go home. Yeah, the only I think... one I really ever liked was Bad Company 2. Mm. Never played that one. That was probably Good the stuff. best one. Really? Good stuff. Didn't you, Alex, you've played all, like all of them, haven't you? Haven't you? Yeah. Okay. Didn't you say that this one was pretty back to this one, their, what they were supposed to be doing anyways? Well, I liked 3 and 4, and I hated 1. Ooh. And well, I one feel like was, this one's closer to 3 and 4. 1 was literally just get sniped from who knows where. Right? Yep. Yeah. One was like all flat maps with people with snipers. Mm, interesting. And that wasn't fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Not great map building, I don't think. The maps um, in the beta we played were pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and the game, what's the game mode where you play multiple, this like the same map back to back to back, but you're like moving across the terrain? Oh, yeah, that's, I think it's new stuff where they're evolving the the mode over time or something based on... How well you did in previous did rounds. Did you say evolve? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a good game. I forgot we played the beta for that. That was so long ago. That game still exists, yeah. 
Battlefield Phase evolve? Two. I evolve. don't think so. Phase two, I think exists. There's no way there are still servers going. <laughs> I never heard it get shut down. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know, but we all were sure pretty upset when they were like, "Yeah, so everybody can just play it." Thanks for thanks for buying. <laughs> uh, we've also have ruined it. Server still running, like uh, <clears throat> Nazgoth. <clears throat> don't bring it up. I'm still upset about Nazgoth. That game kicked ass. Yeah. Yeah, they did. killed Nazgoth, and they killed. Um, what was the one that Bosky shut down? Oh. Lawbreakers. That one. Lawbreakers. That was pretty good too. That went they kill all these like games. But evolved. after it released, right? Yeah, it was just a few They're months. like, well, it's dead, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Again, but evolved really... for some reason, just hanging on to life. I'm really glad you guys liked Nazgoth, but I have never felt more defeated and just. <laughs> I Like, I literally could do nothing in that game. No, no, dude. Do you remember playing Overwatch with Alex at all, or <laughs> oh, just wow. I can't do anything. <laughs> Got him. So it's, that's Ooh. like what number one of five that we have to hit. Play one Alex's Overwatch on play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. We got a whole <laughs> second half of the podcast to get through. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. I need to tell Sam about it later so he can chastise you guys. Perfect. <laughs> um. Additionally. Has anybody, since, you know, today is sometime in December, has anybody played Artifact? <laughs> oh, yeah, I played lots. I've definitely played a bunch of that game. Yes, played I love CCGs. Hey, it's technically a TCG. Whatever. <laughs> Pretty much any CG. I mean, Owen, are you excited about this game? Nope. <laughs> no, nope. Owen only likes bad games. <laughs> right. wow. I keep forgetting that. Got him. Come on, man. Like, it just... <laughs> hey, listen. I'll give you this, Owen. At least when you play a game and we all hate it, you still come like to its defense every yeah. time. Like, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's like 837 bugs. I got like 12 patch updates they're going to be doing before the end of the year, but it's a solid game, guys. I mean... That makes me feel good. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're supporting them. I, I, I'm I, upset I missed that section of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I, for a bit. I I try, man. Like I know people are giving it crap, and for some reasons I, I say it's so. valid. For oh, other sorry. reasons, I just I feel like you know it it it's not valid that they're bashing it. Did you guys talk about how their next two games are also still going to be using that engine? Why? Oh my God, I'm what? that's so upsetting. Why? To me. I don't Is know this, why. This when we all give up on Bethesda. <laughs> Dude, I, all right. They've said uh, the next Elder Scrolls and uh, what was it? Star Star Starfield. Star Starfield. Okay. Are also going to be. I'm wondering if they're going to rethink that after this disaster. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I could I could so. understand Starfield because they've been working on that longer than six, I believe. But I would yeah, push six the fuck back. Further. This engine since freaking Oblivion. S- yeah. Since Skyrim. Skyrim. They updated no, for Skyrim, Skyrim, but that yeah. was also 2011. Yeah, that so... was still seven years ago. <laughs> they, they definitely need to, you know, work on that engine a bit. I mean, they I, needed I... to work on that engine when Skyrim came out. <laughs> <That's Yeah. true. laughs> like, it was broken then. If they could just fix the uh, things being, you know, attached to your frame rate, that'd be <laughs> oh good. Oh my god, that'd be a good how plus. is that still an issue? <laughs> Jesus know. Christ. <laughs> Guys, oh, games are going to run at mention. different rates on different rigs. Don't do Min- that. Minute had that issue too. When I first booted Minute, 
my lives were only lasting 30 seconds and I was moving at double speed. <laughs> Not God. great. Really hard to maneuver that way. I think I already bitched about The Missing, a game I actually <laughs> liked having this issue on refresh rate for my monitor. Yep. Like, just stop. It's a bad idea. Does that mean that you can break a minute by, like, locking your frame rate to, like, 15? I just, like, I taking forever down, to do yeah. everything? That's not a terrible idea. I think it slows down. <laughs> You already move slow enough when it's running at 60 seconds that you don't want to do that. Be sluggish. It won't be minute anymore anyways. Yeah, it's true. Too I have to rename it. Do you think that's mm. what they'll call the sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. They'll call it hour. <laughs> oh, God. Every <laughs> run's an hour. Twin it. Or second. <laughs> Twin it. <laughs> second would be such a good name, but such a bad game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, maybe jump on a couple things here from film wise. Have you guys actually have you watched Castlevania season two yet? Anybody else? But I've yeah. watched half of it. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> gotta say I'm loving it. Pretty Jake, good. you watch it all? I haven't even watched the first season, dude. Oh, oh no, man, my dude, you my dude, you should watch them. They're so good. They're pretty good. Speaking the of two uh, seasons together are essentially one normal season of anime. Yeah, so yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> Is it actually like four and eight? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly wow. four and eight. Incredible. Uh, speaking of uh, things coming out of Netflix and anime, they're putting up uh, all of Elon Jelligan in there. <laughs> I'm sorry, all of what? I tried. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a good attempt. Evangelion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evangelion. Yeah, didn't that get bought by Netflix? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're putting. They're like apparently at the beginning of the year. They're gonna put all of it up, like the TV show, the movies, everything. Oh, I was about to ask if it was like the original or like the remade stuff. But... It's like all of it, yeah. But I yeah. guess all of it, sure. Which I'm excited so which about because I want to watch, watch it. Original or remake? I. That's a good question. I have no idea. I've never watched it. Not Remake's since. not finished, so. Oh, oh so don't not? watch that one, maybe. <laughs> Wait, it's not fit. I mean, okay. Mm. Is any of it like finished? Finished? Yeah, if you watch the original series and then like. The remake of the ending that they like redo. Oh my then, yeah. god! The remake of the what? ending that they redo. There, there, there's like a movie that they put out called End of Evangelion that actually ends it. I'm already having nightmares about this. Can, can I just ask? Wait. How do you remake an anime? Do you just like just redraw it and they're like, "Yep, same plot, just new you just cartoons." Draw it better. Like, do they do they have new voice actors that come the... in? Are they the same voice actors? Like, I'm curious. Uh, that's a good question about the voice actors. I don't know. The remake is done in movies, so it's cut down a little bit, and some things are different about it. More of like a director's cut, I guess. Yeah, I I, I was just wondering if they kind of like pulled. It's the, only uh, art, though. Like the 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 Disney Lion King thing, where they just literally match everything just in like HD, and it's the same voice acting, and they're like, yeah, it's fine. You talking about that live action Lion King trailer? I, I am talking about that live action Lion King trailer. There's it's a live like action shot for Lion shot. King trailer. Like shot for shot the trailer for the animated movie. Yep. I mean, isn't that exactly what they did for uh, Beauty and the Beast? It was basically shot for shot on the trailer. Was it? Pretty much was, wasn't it? I think it was. I think so. I don't remember <laughs> the Beauty very and the Beast trailer. Similar. I mean, they didn't overlay the original audio, clearly, but I'm pretty sure the format of the trailer was essentially shot for shot the same scenes 
Am I yeah. the only one who does not have any interest in these live action Disney remakes? Yeah, pretty I'm much. I'm on board with you. Like, I don't like the animated ones still exist. I don't know why I'd want to watch it in exactly. live action without the music. Like, I, mean, I, just, I, I don't see the appeal at all. Without the music. Yeah, they're no, not musicals, what? right? No, usually, no, no yeah. the music's still there. Sometimes I mean, there's extra music. Well, like Cinderella wasn't. Yeah. The That's only true. one of these I've seen. But Beauty and the Beast <laughs> had all of it. They just had um, Watson singing instead of whoever sung it way back when. Yeah, I think Beauty and the Beast did a better job of playing to the just what, you know, the sort of Disney original feel. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I think the only one I'm actually legitimately interested in is the Aladdin one, just because I want to see Will Smith as Genie. Oh, gosh. I want to know if it's going to be good or not. <laughs> like, that's that's the thing. I was like, can he pull it off? Would it be entertaining? Probably not. Yeah. Good, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming no it's not. It's going mean, to be a disaster. You got to stand up to like, Robin Williams, yeah. who, like, now it's like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> like, shit. Genie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at least with uh, with like Lion King, they were just like, "Hey, can we get James Earl Jones back? Because we sh- like we just can't replace him." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Donald Glover is gonna play Simba. That could be okay. My real concern is Seth Rogen is gonna be Pumbaa. Okay, so that just not gonna be good, right? Yep, that's <laughs> yep. just gonna be bad. To be fair, Pumbaa was ninety percent fart jokes in the original. It's not like Pumbaa was this like sacred character. Yeah, that's that's pretty much sacred. Yeah, but it's uh, also Seth uh, Rogen. Yes. Do you like Seth Rogen? I'm not. I'm not a Seth Rogen apologist. Don't get me wrong. I'm more of a Pumbaa (laughs) hater. (laughs) Like his role in the original was like scene happening over here. Up, Pumbaa farted. It's like okay, great, thanks, Pumbaa. I'm glad you're here. I feel like Seth Rogen's voice is like too connected to his face yeah <laughs> so like when pumba speaks it's, i'm just gonna be like mm, that's well they're actually they're just gonna cgi his face <laughs> oh on the, the whole time that's terrible you know so somebody's gonna do that <laughs> oh man so scary can yeah. that be the thumbnail for this episode <laughs> <laughs> okay perfect uh additionally movie stuff uh i know several of us have watched Searching. Has everyone here watched it? Can we talk about this movie? <laughs> I saw it in freaking. Oh, it might be the only one who hasn't. I have not. And if you guys talk about it, I will just like jump into another channel or something because <laughs> I I know it's good and I don't want it ruined for me. Oh, just it's just, a very good movie. Just mute and deafen yourself for a second. It's fine. Yeah, here, I'll just just drag me out of the channel. Um, holy crap! What a freaking good movie. The movie kicks it's really ass. Good. It's really good. I'm not, you know, when you guys were like, yo, you should watch this. And I watched the trailer for it. I'm like, okay, there's just no way. People yeah. who do like mixed media screen, like that style of, right? of film, it's always terrible. It sounds like an awful concept. Ugh. Taken but on a computer, they're going to ruin that immediately. There's yeah. no way that's going to be good. Yes. But it's awesome. It yeah, so I thought it was good. just the intro that was going to be like that for like the intro sequence, and then they kept doing it, and I was like, "Oh man, they're really going yeah, with this." Yeah, it's the whole movie, and yeah. it's, it's they like, did a good job with it. Keep on finding interesting ways to like integrate like scenes into it. Mm-hmm. So oh, if you, if you're listening and haven't watched this movie, uh, essentially the whole thing is from the perspective of the computer screen or a phone screen, depending on what part of the movie you're in, and everything is just utilizing cameras and texting and. 
internet surfing and all kinds of elements that it's allow like, you um, to interact with the, the show. What's that horror movie that sucked? Unfriended. It's like Unfriended, but if Unfriended was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never saw it. So. I heard it sucked. <laughs> you know what's funny is when I told Aaron to watch Searching, I was then like, oh, wait a second. And then I went and watched the trailer for it. This is after I'd already seen it. Um, and I was like, mm, I wonder if he's going to watch it because I know he's going to go watch the trailer before he <laughs> takes me right up on my recommendation. <laughs> Every time. I just want to see the trailer. I don't want to know what the... I just want to get the gist of the film. Ugh, that's the worst. Yeah, I know. There's just so many... Like, sometimes it's fine. There's just so many times when you just ruin it. Well, this time they the didn't trailer. really ruin any of the elements. They just... Made, made it look not appealing. Not want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what a trailer is supposed to do, right? Set your expectations really know. low. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the plot line in the in the movie was really good. They did a lot of like hint drops early in the film that suggest what could be happening. Yeah, it had a lot of twists. I kind of yeah. I was surprised. There were a lot of times where I was like, "Oh, here's what's happening," and then I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Which like a lot of times these movies are like very obvious with yeah. what they're doing. Man, when the the detective's son came in the room at one point, that's when I realized. And she was it. like, "I'll take care of this. Don't worry." Like I didn't realize what was going on yet at that point, but then I remembered that part afterwards, and I was like, "Oh man, that's, that's really the good. moment I was like, oh. it's really yeah, the good part foreshadowing." Where she yells down the hall, "Don't worry, I'm burying the body." I was like, "Oh, that's weird," but I'll give her benefit of the doubt. Spoiler alert, I guess, for five minutes ago. I, uh, I did. I did like. I couldn't figure out where the movie was going, so I like. There was like definitely a sense of unease, especially when he confronts his brother. His brother, yeah. yeah. That whole scene, I was like, "Wow, this is where this movie's going. This is yeah. gonna get dark this quick, dark." Yeah, yeah. It, no, but it they actually, pulled it out quickly there. Yeah, it does a really good job of almost like gaslighting you. Like maybe she did just like bail. Yeah. Like, because unlike Taken, where you actually see her get kidnapped, so there's never like, oh. Maybe she's just ignoring her dad's calls. It's like, no, no. She got kidnapped by a man. Like, we saw yeah. that. Here's just like, she's just poof. She's gone. Yeah. Oh, such a good Well, movie. and I, I liked at the end of the movie where they, like, tied together, like, as she's telling the story, they tied together all the elements that you saw early in the film mm -hmm. of what was actually happening during that time period. And I thought that was just, I mean, it was, it was a nice little wrap up. They just did a good job with that storytelling. Yeah, there was like one part of the movie that I couldn't stand, and it was when he first saw like the picture of the model on the funeral site, and uh, he like yeah. covered the mouse over, and then it took like another minute, and he's like sliding the images over across each other. And I'm like, yeah, we get it already. Just go. <laughs> yeah. That that is fair. Yeah, there's a part there... where they like reveal that like a character's not who you thought they were, and like the second the image shows up, you're like, oh my god, look, yeah. they weren't <laughs> like who you the thought they were. on screen. Like but they, they have later, to assume the like, people are dumb, though. I mean, I yeah. guess, but, like, who didn't get that? <laughs> like, and who was huh? like, oh, who's the huh? redhead? And I feel yeah. like slowly dragging one window across the other until it reveals the character is, like, really well, slow. And it, yeah, and it wasn't even that, because at first he was like, ooh, let me go check Facebook friends. Ooh, let me let me go check Instagram friends. Uh, he uh, didn't instantly remember. He's been yeah. pouring over everything. <laughs> like, yeah. every, for, like, he has a spreadsheet of days. all of these details. There's like five characters. Who in the audience was like not there? You know, like not immediately like, hey, that character from two scenes ago. 
And Bam. Then I noticed they, that. They did it a second time with the criminal guy. They did the exact same thing. They yeah. slowly slide the photo oh, across the yeah. other one. We got it. <laughs> oh, it was, it was great. Great I movie. But that was annoying. Are we dragging back in here? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of trailers, because we were talking about trailers, uh, can we talk about that Pokemon trailer real quick? Oh my! Detective gosh. Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. Oh, Detective Pikachu. Oh yes. <laughs> Let's talk about Detective Pikachu. Holy crap, dude! I'm so, so excited. Okay. Are you guys like? Are you pumped about the fact that Ryan Reynolds is doing the voice? Yeah, I'm everything <laughs> sure. about it. Looks it's really good. good. I was very cautious of Ryan Reynolds being right. the voice of it. Right. But it just works. It just works. In the trailer, it sounded great. I, it seems I, awesome. It uh, did. I'm like, so I'm so baffled by this movie because it <laughs> seems like it shouldn't exist whatsoever. It, yeah. does it seems not like it was seem accidentally like... greenlit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oopsie. And then you go watch the trailer and you're like, oh, wait, why am I excited? Why does this look yeah. good? This shouldn't <laughs> this look good. Is good? What? You Live know, action uh, Pokemon movie? Get out the of guy here. who made Gravity Falls is one of the screenwriters. Yeah, oh, really? Right. really? Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, reason number like... 800, I'm excited about this movie. Yeah, I'm kidding. Figure out what he's been working on, finally. Yeah. Because he hasn't done anything since Gravity Falls, right? I don't think so. I think it's, he's pretty much just been working on this. I mean, honestly, yeah, after this. completing Gravity Falls, you could pretty much just walk away and be like, all right, that's yeah, good. Yeah, he's we're, done. We're good. He did it, dude. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a third season of Gravity Falls. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't think you should make a third season. I, I think they like, should have made a third season back when it was coming spot. out instead of well, making sure. one See, weird, like, too long second, whatever. Yeah, Off yeah topic. I, I, I feel you, but... but now it's too late. It's over and done That's with. probably true. There's no going back to Gravity Falls. Well, for me, I, clearly I have no background with Pokemon at all, but even watching the trailer, I was pumped. I freaking love Ryan Reynolds, and I thought it... I mean, again, it's kind of one of those things you're like, Alex, you kind of hit the nail on the head. This movie shouldn't really exist. <laughs> but hey, I'll watch Doesn't it because it like seems it. cool. I, I think... For sure, Ryan Reynolds himself will just put people in seats. That's probably true. <laughs> like, just his star power being there is just going to get people there. And, like, the Pokemon CG looks real good. It looks Dude, good. those Pokemon look and, amazing! Like, now we need, like, a Pokemon game not on a Nintendo platform so we can have Pokemon that look like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got him, dude. Damn. PC Pokemon game. Coming soon. TM. <laughs> Valve time. Yeah, that's right. Valve, Valve time. time. Valve time TM. <laughs> um, well, last but not least, I kind of wanted to jump and talk just a second about, I don't know if you guys struggle with this, but every year I have to put together a ridiculous Amazon wish list of things that people should buy me. Yep. <laughs> For Christmas. I don't entirely well, I First world it. problems. Hot damn. <laughs> I know. I just, it's like, I got a text today. Uh, hey, are you going to finish up your witch list? I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And it ends up literally being board games every time. That's yeah. all it is. Because most of the time, any, like if we're doing a gift exchange or, um, you know, if like amongst siblings, it's always right around the $25 mark. Well, what the heck do you tell people you want for $25? You want hard board games. <laughs> That's about it. There's not like does anybody else struggle with this at all? Oh, yeah. I, okay. I mean, I've been struggling with the just getting ideas for <laughs> anything 
as many people have just been like, hey, what do you want for the holidays? And I was like, I have absolutely no idea. And my response so far has just been, let me go to PAX. Yeah. <laughs> and I will tell you after that, because I'm hoping we just see some crazy shit at PAX. And then I can just be like, yo, get me this, get me that, give me like, like, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, just because I don't, I don't have anything. Are you going on the flip side? I found goods. many good things for my friends via board games and like video game related stuff to get people, including Jake. Oh shit, that me. It, it, you. <laughs> you got a heads up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's video game related, intriguing. Nope, it's board game related and it's shit. being shipped from England. So you better. Oh my god. Like it. <laughs> All right, shit. Oh, pressure's on now. Yeah, man. <laughs> Also, if it gets uh, stopped at customs, uh, you know, it might be a little late for Christmas (laughs) then. It gets harder and harder to put things on a list because, like, I feel like I've transitioned from uh, physical goods to digital goods at some point. So it's like, what do you ask people to get you? It's like, just tell your family to get Steam accounts. Yeah. (laughs) Then you just buy it right to your account. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me a gift card for Steam or like a gift card for. Steam, that I also guess, seems <laughs> That also seems like not thought out. Also, digital, no. just in general, it's like it's like movies, it's like, video did you game, try? like most things are all digital now that I like, and then the things that aren't are like way out of Very price expensive. ranges for things yeah. that you would tell people to yeah. get you. Yeah, just do what I do. Just ask for alcohol. Only yeah, I mean, that works. That's also that's good. What it ends oh, up that's being. a good idea. Whenever you're not sure what to get someone, it's like, yeah, here's some liquor. You'll be yeah. fine. That's what I should have done is just had an Amazon wish list with just links to like Total Wines alcohol it's selection. So easy, dude. Because nice. if you don't like it after the first sip, you'll like it after the fifth. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> it's perfect. That is a good idea. Oh, can we jump back to film real quick? Yes. Did sure. anyone see Fantastic Beasts 2? Because yeah. yes. I've heard that movie sucks, but I'm not going to see it. <laughs> it does not suck. Okay. I think you mean Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yes. Sure. Whatever. Not two. It has like been you getting said, Fantastic Beasts too. Very <laughs> bad publicity, I feel like. Really? Wait, are, are, are you going to defend something that's getting bad critical reviews right now? Is it getting bad reviews? Yes. I have heard really? only bad things about it, but maybe that's just my outlet. A, a, a game that has, in, or, you know, a, a movie that has insulted its fan base by rewriting part of the history and just not delivering what was promised to them. Please, Aaron, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, and I feel like there's some pent up aggression here from the past like eight years. This is way, about. way more of a Janae conversation than an Aaron conversation. <laughs> it is. True. Channel your inner yeah. Janae, though. Hit me. All right, let me channel my inner Janae. <laughs> well, actually, Janae, so she literally flew to Charleston, South Carolina to go watch this movie with her best friend. Oh my gosh. That's how dedicated <laughs> wow. she was to watching this movie. And she was gets she back, disappointed? We, we talk about nothing. She, we get, she gets back, we talk about nothing, and she was like, I want to go watch it again. I'm like, all right, fine. So we go watch it together. And we get done. I have like 40 questions. She's like, Hold on. I have to text my friend. I just noticed something else in the movie. I need to watch this again because I still haven't caught all the details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, um, it's very exposition heavy. That is what I heard. And it's very much like, you remember literally everything from the books, yeah? Okay, here's some stuff that you need to pull obscure facts from to understand. 
Oh yeah, like, here's uh-oh. stuff that we've rewritten from the books. Okay, thanks. Don't don't try to do math. <laughs> well, the expectation is that like the some of the fans uh, and Janae included have been like Oh, J.K. Rowling's really good at that kind of stuff, so there's going to be an explanation in the next one. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm sure it's not just, you know, uh, them just fucking everything up and rewriting part of the lore. That's that. They wouldn't do anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. The, there's a the whole question with the twist ending and how that lines up with the timeline. And then, like, McGonagall shows up at one point, and she's exactly. supposed to not be alive. Well, that's uncomfortable. She's supposed to be yeah, like native before. years old, and yeah, it was correct. just like, how? Yeah. So there's some some things that are questionable. I had to call Janae after seeing it and ask her <laughs> a bunch of stuff. Um, and yeah, she settled some things I had, but then also I asked a couple questions where she was like, "Wait a second, I didn't even think." And she was like, "I need to call Andrea." <laughs> <laughs> and so she got off the phone with me. And she's like, I need to go see it a third time because that's a good Zeke. point. Gosh. So Wait, I've heard there's like animorphs, right? And they live forever. So that's what. That's true. I forgot about the animorph <laughs> angle. Yeah. 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 When are they finally going to do that crossover, huh? Yeah. <laughs> there I'm there is a ready. person in that movie that lives forever. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I don't really know what his deal is at all. Nope. He's the alchemist, he, right? He's, that's right, he's an alchemist. Yeah. For some reason, he has Im- immortality. I don't know why. The Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, I can answer this, actually. Stone. Is it? Yeah. yeah. That's, what, yeah it's from the that's what he's famous for in the books. Yeah. Okay. He made okay. that stone and it I keeps him alive. Didn't know that. So I heard there was like a 10-minute scene explaining baby theft. Yep. Cool. Baby theft? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what? Yeah, someone like, steals a baby and then they like explain it for 10 minutes. What do you mean ex- they explain it? Haven't like, seen the movie. So uh, I'm just, I just know like what I've one, described this. One side of the argument gets like halfway into explaining it for the first half of the 10 minutes. And then the other side's like, no way, you're wrong. And then they explain it again. So is that as terrible <laughs> as it sounds? Why? Wait, is the explanation of how the baby was stolen? They're trying to figure out, you, you know, um, the dude from the first movie, Credence, who's like a whatever you call those yep. things anamorph yeah <laughs> he turns into the black smoky thing the dude from lost <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to figure out who credence is also okay haven't seen the first movie didn't he die in the first movie also haven't seen the first movie no. No. no 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 i had heard that he exploded yeah he, he exploded in the He's... first movie oh, that so doesn't he... count as dying no he he not count what? that He's an obscurus, is what he is. What does that mean? It just it does gets to obscure the plot into whatever he, they need it to be. He or, explodes sorry, he's into obscurial. Obscurial, sure. He explodes into like a black smoke thing. So yeah. let's say like a strong wind comes along. <laughs> <laughs> kind of how does he deal? He obscures uh, it. He explodes more. Like a strong more. wind, maybe from like an explosion. <laughs> He just explodes more, and then he like Uh-oh. it contracts in, and, like powers up, and then explodes more. Um, what? Is yeah, this? he like it's uh, so an obscurus is essentially like um, it's like kind of like dark magic, and it comes from suppressing like a wizard's actual use of magic. So they like somehow gets tied to their being, and then they become an obscurial, and they can take on this wispy, smoky form. And they're like immune to death. 
Well, I mean, when he takes on wispy form, he literally destroys buildings. Yeah, that sounds pretty fucking good. Why didn't anyone do that in the original <laughs> series? Like, I don't know, Voldemort. Yeah, no kidding. Why didn't he just, like, not do a spell for two years? <laughs> Turn death smoke and win. Yeah, yeah, yeah the he thing... just, like, wizard blackball himself or whatever and yeah, just right? make into crazy powerful thing. That sounds really good. The other thing I was talking <laughs> to Janae about is, like, power creep in the series. Yeah, and how like it's like reverse power creep. Yeah, they made a prequel where people were stronger, and it's like, mm. well, not only are they stronger, but if you like, if you watch the first series, like everybody uses words to cast spells, and in this, there's literally no words. On occasion, it's like Akio, Akio, yeah, well, done, done, got it. That's they it. learn how to do nonverbal casting in sixth year, dude. Um, Come on, yeah, sixth year. Um, I did ask her why. Uh, Credence was able to just cast a spell that blew up a mountain without when he has literally ever? no training right. and did it without saying anything. That's a real right. good spell. <laughs> uh, the special effects in this movie are super, super good. They're crazy, yeah. Um, yeah, but power creep, like, at the end of this movie, in the final battle, Grindelwald casts some spell that makes, like, three fire dragons... Mm-hmm. That are apparently going to completely destroy all of Paris if the if like a bunch Oof. of wizards don't mm-hmm. stop it. Wow! Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a real good spell again. <laughs> wow, Voldemort's really lame. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like he even gets the Elder Wand at one point. He's like lame still. Yeah, well, he uses he a really move that it, kills but... maybe one guy if yeah. it hits. Yeah, yeah, he's got to aim that one. Yeah, do the Paris Dragon. That sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of crazy, and that all I could think about during that scene was Blue Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> That's what they looked like, but you know, it's I, probably I, not it. I couldn't understand why everything was so strong compared to the first so seven strong. books. It's the Dragon Ball Z effect. Yeah, we gotta make a new one. You gotta make it just better. How do you make it better? Bigger numbers, bigger hair. Yeah, I mean that happens, and it's like maybe okay, but not in like a prequel. That's, yeah, that makes that it like double really... awkward. Yeah. Well, think about it from like, like you know, because there's other major movies that have had just major continuity issues. Like if you think about um, the newest Star Wars, like all of the things that they explored in that movie from being able to, while you're basically dead, force yourself back into a ship, utilizing hyperdrive to basically rep an entire fleet of, of um, well, not first order ships, which again, never been done for some reason. But, and and if you're wondering the things that I had a problem with that movie, those two things they all much, are. right? Yeah, because that's like a whole thing. They're just like, you know what? Whatever. This this sounds cool. And they actually interviewed the guy that did the movie, and he's like, you know, I, I when they talked about in the first series when Han's like, well, if you know, you don't do your calculations right, you could end up in the middle of a black hole or a planet. And he's talking about how oh, that'd be really cool to see on screen. So that's why we have it. Just thought it sounded cool. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Kind of okay with that. I mean, it. I think that's good. where Star Wars is at in today's it day and age. Is if it sounds kind of cool, just do it. It doesn't need to be. I mean, that's where that's where those movies are now. You get one like every year. It's just like you know, expand the universe more, do some cool stuff. Do you not feel like it's Fantastic like, Beasts like in that realm? Movies. I don't know. You're like their fans one, are way too dedicated and they've read way too much of the backstory and it's like if we get anything wrong people are going to hate <laughs> us. Yeah. Well, Honestly, like they don't have books to fall back on for this one. 
which so like they can kind of do whatever but also i think that's the reason why they have a lot of explanation just talking forever in this one because they don't have people that have read books that will know things what what i can't quite understand though is the fact that how when you are making this movie do you not have someone on retainer that their entire job is just like make sure that we don't fuck up our calculations with like if this character should be alive yet or should this person be here like i feel like that's not a hard that, thing to do especially that when Rowling. she yeah, wrote it, fucking wrote it though. there <laughs> and like she okay it. here's the problem if jk rowling writes it are you really gonna be like um excuse me jay you <laughs> fucked up your own book like nah dude she's richer than the queen literally like you don't question her she's in charge she says but, dumbledore killed voldemort in the 19th century sure fuck it who cares yep <laughs> she wrote the books but then when you realize why it's like taken so badly and people don't like it it's because it's like you can't just just retroactively try to fix shit and just be like, oh yeah, I want this person in this because reasons. Yeah, like that, well, that's why people have problems with it. I mean, the McGonagall thing is like she didn't even serve a purpose. She just kind of shows up in that scene for like. Yeah, they flavor. literally could have replaced her with anyone. And so I feel like there's probably more of a reason why it's happening, like something that will be explained over a 15 minute conversation in the next movie. <laughs> time turner that's the explanation done mm. solved it Guys, yeah that's what this series it. needs like, more it's like a hishy where snape goes back like it's 10 so years good. or 12 years it's so yeah. good hey speaking of that like have you guys read the uh cursed child book i'm assuming no not. okay well spoiler alert i was told turner to. i was gonna say i heard it sucked um the plot is again this is kind of a thing like you you move away from the main storyline of what harry potter was to something that's a little outside of the realm and the plot just kind of it's weird but to see it on stage is awesome i mean i think it won like six awards or i don't even remember what they're called but theater awards Awards. yeah awards (laughs) general awards from random people but yeah, same thing. I think they just kind of like slightly moved away from that and also wanted like, it to be cool. I understand the first movie being called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That's cool. Like, why is this one a Fantastic Beasts movie? Why couldn't it just been called The Crimes of Grindelwald? There's, there's still Fantastic Beasts. That would have been so much better. I feel like labeling this entire series Fantastic Beasts is not You gotta to do its a advantage. franchise, man. You gotta Again. do a franchise. People are dumb. Well, They'll also have already won. Like, wasn't the Hunger Games in the same way? Didn't they call everything like the Hunger Games colon and then whatever it was called? To be fair, that's yeah. what the books were too, though. Oh, they yeah. were? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no. I don't think no? I thought they weren't. The first book was the Hunger Games, right? No, the whole series is the Hunger Games, you right, right? That's what I thought. I mean, I think the first one was then. just called the Hunger Games. The other ones just—they had different titles. They weren't Hunger Games colon something. Mm. They were Mockingjay yeah. and whatever the second Catching one. Fire. It's basically the Hunger Catching Games, fire. the less good Hunger Games, and then the one you shouldn't read because it's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like really, they should have named Pretty them much. that so you know going in, and you're like, oh, I should just stop. <laughs> well, like the thing that stood out to me though, the be- in the beginning of this this movie, they pop up like a logo that's just like Wizarding World. Oh yeah. And I'm like. That's what they're trying to. That's more what they should be going for. That's what they're trying to do is create like a, like a wizarding universe, universe, expanded yeah. universe. Yeah. 
Not like, let's now have a Fantastic Beasts series of five movies that are not really related to the Fantastic Beasts and more about the story of Grindelwald and like Dumbledore. Yeah, I think they, I think you're right. I think they could have just called it the Crimes of Grindelwald because, I mean, there were cool beasts, but you don't know. I mean, it was kind of. But they got the logo drawn up and everything. It's in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> Label everything was logo World. drawn up and everything. Well, it was the movie looked good. Again, I'm not oh, yeah. the right person to ask about <laughs> plot breaking issues, but yeah, I mean, it looked and sounded good. And I went and watched it in a Dolby Atmos theater, and Janae's like, "Why are we going down here?" Listen, it's worth it. Trust me. <laughs> I don't even know that she noticed the difference, but hey. So yeah, go watch it. Wait, you said you're not going to watch it, though, are you? Define. Oh no, I have absolutely zero interest. <sighs> Sometimes when there's like a good thing and it ends, you should just let it end. See also my feelings <laughs> towards a kill a kill season two. It ended. <laughs> it was great. Probably one of my favorite things that exists on this planet. You're probably just gonna ruin it if you do a second season. We don't need more of that. Harry Potter had seven <laughs> books. The movies were fine mostly. We don't need to keep going. I'm good. I don't need a story on Nagini the snake. <laughs> it was a snake. I get it. I'm good, actually. Maybe she, it's a girl in this one, though. I don't it's fucking right. care. Person. It was a snake. <laughs> I don't need a backstory on the snake. But it's important. I assure you it is not. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Janae could basically do a whole podcast about that movie. Ooh, look forward to a spin-off oh, yeah. podcast, ladies oh. and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, anything else before we before we get out of here? Oh, yeah. Um, what, just... Owen? <laughs> wow, <laughs> so mean. I just, I just wanted to... Damn. Sorry, I mean, Owen. it's 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 cool news for some people here. Um, it's it's just was an interesting thing. Um, I got mentioned in a, a loading ready run show. In twice. what capacity? Um, they, they do a, like, they crowdsource out the, like, uh, what nicknames should we give each card for the, like, in the magic set that just came out. And so I submitted a bunch of nicknames just to, and I have some fun and funny, and two of mine were selected. And so they were like, hey, shout out to Owen for this funny name. And I was like, that's cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not like anything crazy, but it just was something I was just like, hey, it's kind of neat that, you know, like I did something for a podcast or, you know, a, a video company that we like. And uh, they they mentioned my name for, you know, contributing to some of their work. And I got to make a joke. So, nice. Yeah. Thanks. That's actually awesome. Yeah. It's I, too I, bad it was magic related, or I might have seen that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I, I, was, I was watching the video that I was like, okay, you know, the, it's, I, I'm watching it and I'm trying to watch it. And uh, Kevin was uh, like 30 minutes ahead of me, apparently, because as I'm watching it, I get a text message and he's just like, dude, you were mentioned in the video. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, skip to 57 minutes. And I didn't like there was my mention. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I was watching it like the rest of it today. Uh, and apparently like they mentioned to me earlier that Kevin missed. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Like it's you couldn't have made them plug our podcast. huh? Yeah, I, I kind of <laughs> hope that. Um, I kind of hope that they'll be at unplugged because then I have the cards that I actually made the jokes about so I could get them to sign it, which would be kind of neat. Oh. But we'll see. We'll find out what happens at unplugged next time. Oh, well, that was last weekend. 
Speaking of unplugged and <laughs> signings, I found out my Illumat box has a dent in it. What? No. Uh, what? This is important. There's actually I nothing meant- wrong with that because, first of all, the Illumat box, the freaking icons for spring, summer, winter, and fall are incorrect <laughs> when it comes to the box. And it drives me nuts. Oh, no. How do you miss that? Like, the box is part of the game. You put the, lo- the icons where it's supposed to go on the box when it's part of the game. I understand if it's just a box. But this is, oh man, that game frustrates me. Wow, it's funny. Well, the I've thing never that frustrates me game... about that game is the stupid rule in it that yes. just makes you lose for no reason. Well, I've never had a game where every time I play it, I'm like, oh, what about this rule? But literally, every time I open that box, there's something I don't know about, and I have to go Google something, and I'll go to Board Game Geek and find the publisher, and he's like, yeah, well, actually, let's clarify this rule because everyone seems to be asking. Yeah, <laughs> maybe before you release the board game. Oh, I got a good idea. Put a bunch of QR codes in your rules and make yes. it lead to a video where you explain exactly that rule. Yes. No, look, guys, Brilliant. who finishes a game before they release it? You put it out, <laughs> you pay $60, and then you go, whoops, we didn't finish it. We'll try to fix it, I guess. Just a couple patches. <laughs> yeah, that's the way of the future, man. Thanks for bringing it back around. Jeff. Yeah, back around. Man, I can't wait till we get tabletop patches somehow. <laughs> That's going to start being a thing at some point. I mean, you basically do with online rules, like... I mean, that's what we do. We have... They're not necessarily house rules, but it's just, like, adjusted rule sets based on some specific scenario. (laughs) Yeah, that's like a house rule. That's a house rule. We'll get back to that. Well, (laughs) I just mean that the publisher is the one who made the rule set change. Oh, I see. Not that we are making the change. Like... For instance, Pandemic, I mean, legacy games are hard in general because you have so many rules for so many different layers of the game. And when something specific pops up, it's like, well, I mean, we can't make this up. So you just go look it up. And the publisher normally has had some sort of clarification posted somewhere, whether it's on BoardGameGeek or they've made like a, uh, you know, like a regular posting on their site that says, hey, these encounters, this is what happens. I think my favorite part of Pandemic Legacy when we played was we found a part that's like, what if we mess up a rule? And they're like, don't worry about it. It probably won't change the game at all. <laughs> and it was like, depending on the ruling, we either won or lost. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all or nothing right now. Like, you got to give us a ruling. Wait, here. you've never explained to me what actually happened. What do you mean? We haven't played it yet. <laughs> We've never <laughs> played it. I was talking hypothetically. We've definitely explained this. I don't remember what I was How talking we... about. They have the the deck that you're not supposed to read until a certain point, and then we were like, okay, cool, we'll read it when we get there. <laughs> we'll forgot. remember to read that, oh, like, forgot. for sure. And then we just forgot. didn't. I and it completely changes how the first game we're plays so out. We just played the first does. game, yes, and it then does. we were like, wait, we would have won had we flipped that over and read it. <laughs> See, so like, you should have counted it as the win. It's fine. We. So what happened was we won, and then somebody was like, wait oh. a second, we didn't flip that last... Uh, epidemic or whatever it was, and it turned out that was a card that was going to set off a bunch of chain reactions that would have made us lose. That's right. And then we were like, okay, so we lost. So then we went through the entire end game process for like applying <laughs> stickers to the board uh, and like applying. It only like, took like twenty minutes. And dude. Caleb at one point got like, up and went altering to his the characters and searched on Amazon how much it would cost to buy a replacement board. <laughs> and then we were like, wait, we didn't read the legacy <laughs> deck thing, which would have changed it to where we definitely won. And not lost. <laughs> so we had to take off the stickers off the board. Stickers again. Yeah, man. Why haven't we played that again? <laughs> God. 
Hey guys, we should actually play Gloomhaven though sometime. I'm hearing, I'm reading such good things about it all the time. Why don't you just pack it's in your number suitcase one on for board packs. Game Geek for like ever? Yeah, and we'll just freaking love the game. <laughs> bring it, bring it to packs. Yes, we'll just we'll just skip a day. We'll skip all day Sunday. Uh, it's kids' day, anyways, and we'll just we'll play. I already submitted that actually. <laughs> Actually, we we find, find an end of a table and bring it in, put it on the end of the table, stand it up so everybody sees what we're doing. Sit there for 10 hours. <laughs> I feel like you might be referencing something. Um, okay, well, I, uh, please make sure you take a, a listen to our next podcast. It'll actually be out on the... What day is that? Uh, the 20th. 20th of December. That's going to be our post-PAX podcast. Um, we're going to be a little bit behind on that just because of timeline and scheduling of, of kind of around the holiday season. So, um, but take a listen for that. Take a listen for that. That's what I just said. Sure. That makes, you nailed it. Yeah. That makes well, sense. We'll fix it Got it. Take a listen. Fix it in post. Sure. Um, again, if you want to check out some other things we've worked on, you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. Um, and I think we're going to be doing the humble monthly bundle rumble for December. Yeah. Yeah. You said this oh, like four months in a row. Hey, hey, I only said it two months. It was for November, to me. and we screwed it up, and now it's December, so we're well, going to try. Fucking mark it on I'll your calendar. Know. We're doing December. Mark it December, down. I'm going to be gone from like the 13th to the New Year's. Perfect, so you'll have so. tons of time to play. It's fine. It's <laughs> Bring fine. your desktop. It's fine. Yeah, play all next week. Thing. You have time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when, uh, did, when does it actually come out? I don't. It's first Friday, so Not till the 7th. <laughs> You have five days to play. It's five days. You'll be okay. Play and record. We'll be okay. Uh, On that note, we'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Caleb Juno, Jake John Federkyle, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check out their website at www.reclaimindustrialwithane.com. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.